In more than one passage in the Bible, several passages, we are told that fear and doubt are wicked, sinful, not pleasing to God, in fact, displeasing to Him, disobedient to His commands, and dishonoring to Him. Fear and doubt. You know, sometimes when we think of things that do not please God, we are prone, as people in the world often are, to think of outward things. Oh, what is it? What is it that displeases God? To rob a bank. To kill someone. To cause grievous bodily harm to someone. Now don't get me wrong. All these things that I just mentioned are wicked and sinful. But sometimes we ignore the things that are slightly less visible. Fear and doubt are not according to God's will. Isaiah 41 and verse 10. Fear thou not. It is a command. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Let's go back to uh, uh, the book of Genesis. Read some verses beginning there, in which we see pretty much the same statement, the same thought, the same idea. Genesis chapter 15 and verse 1, Taqween Khamstash Wahad. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham. I am thy shield and thy exceedingly great reward. Genesis 26 and verse 24. Genesis 26 and verse uh, uh, 24. This is with regard to Isaac. Uh, the Bible says that the Lord appeared unto him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham thy father. Fear not, for I am with thee and will bless thee and multiply thy seed for my servant Abraham's sake. Then, Genesis 46 and verses 3 and 4, this is to Jacob, ila Ya'ub. And he said, I am God, the God of thy father. Fear not to go down into Egypt, for I will there make of thee a great nation. I will go down with thee into Egypt. I'll surely bring thee up again. Joseph will put his hands on your eyes. The book of Exodus, to the people uh, as they fled from Egypt, as Pharaoh pursued, and as they appeared to be trapped between the Egyptian army on one side and the Red Sea uh, on the other. Exodus 14, verses 13 and 14. Moses said unto the people, Fear not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, 
which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. Deuteronomy chapter 20 and verse 1. Moses addressing the people as they were about to enter uh, the land of Cana. He would not go with them, uh, but he wanted to emphasize certain truths, remind them of certain things before they went in. Deuteronomy 20 and verse 1, When thou goest out to battle against thine enemy, and seest horses and chariots and a people more than thou, be not afraid of them, for the Lord thy God is with thee, who brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. Deuteronomy 31 and verse 8. Deuteronomy 31 and verse 8. Tatni wahdotitin wa al-adad atmini. This is addressed in uh, particular to Joshua. But the same words, the same statement is repeated in Hebrews 13. And we understand it applies to all of God's children. And the Lord, he it is who doth go before thee, he will be with thee, he will not fail thee, neither forsake thee, fear not, neither be dismayed. Now, the Lord speaks again and again about what? About not being afraid. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob the people at the Red Sea, Joshua, these are people who saw the Lord working in very special, miraculous ways. Sometimes we say, lucky people who saw miracles. We need to be careful about that because remember how the Lord Jesus spoke to Thomas. You have seen and you have believed. Blessed are they who have not seen and yet believed. Actually, the Lord Jesus says, Lucky you who haven't seen and yet uh, believe. And yet uh, believe. If Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the people at the Red Sea, Joshua, if this word of encouragement, if this word of exhortation and admonition was addressed to them. Don't be afraid. Fear not. Are you as great as Jacob, our father, the Samaritan woman said to the Lord Jesus? Of course, he was greater. He was greater. But speaking for myself, I'm not greater than Jacob, and I'm not greater than Abraham, and I'm not greater than Isaac. And if they needed this word of encouragement, then perhaps I need to heed it as well. I need to heed it as well. Uh, the Bible tells us that at one point there was an evil spirit uh, which came to King Saul. And this evil spirit troubled him in some way. But this evil spirit went away when David did what? When David played his harp. And perhaps, if we're not careful, 
some evil influence can bring to our hearts a spirit of fear and of doubt. And that can trouble us. And what we need to hear, we need to hear God's word. And we need to hear uh, God's uh, promises. In the Pilgrim's Progress, I think at one point, uh, Pilgrim, uh, uh, excuse me, not Pilgrim, it is Christian, and uh, uh, Christian uh, and faithful uh, end up being prisoners in the castle doubt. The castle doubt. Kalaitashek. They are imprisoned uh, uh, by the giant despair. And then they realize that they have the key of promise. Uh, fear thou not, for I am uh, with you. Look at Isaiah chapter 12 and verse 2. Uh, similar uh, thought expressed there. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord, even the Lord, is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. There are times when comfort is needed in a special way. There are times that are tempting, there are times that are troubling. Remember how Hannah, the Bible says, was uh, troubled. And so she prayed uh, to uh, the Lord. Along came Eli. He thought because she was moving her lips but not saying anything, speaking in her heart, uh, he thought that she may have been drunk. And she said, no, I'm not drunk. I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. And I'm pouring out my soul unto the Lord. Unto uh, uh, the Lord. Uh, the Bible tells us about Jabez and about his prayer, Ya'bisu Salatu. Uh, and uh, the Bible says that the mother of Jabez said, I bore him in sorrow. Uh, look at uh, Job uh, 22. And 20, uh, verse 29, Ayub uh, 22 and twenty-nine, Job 22 and verse 29, the Bible says, when men are cast down, when men are cast down, there are times, particular times, and I dare say, not once in a lifetime but more frequently, when men are cast down. What should you say? You should say, there is a lifting up. There is a saving. There is a working of God. He will save the humble uh, person. Uh, the book of uh, Psalms, uh, Psalm 42 and uh, verse 5. 
a statement that's repeated in Psalm 42 at the end and also in Psalm 43. Psalm 42 and verse 5, Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Trouble can come our way. In a multitude of different fashions, in different uh, ways. There can be trouble that has to do with uh, illness, that has to do with weakness, that has to do with our physical uh, body. Remember the woman who had an issue of blood, the woman who had bleeding, and a nazif. Remember in Job chapter 2, after Job had lost all his possessions, and after Job had lost his children, the devil said to the Lord, I want to do what? I want to smite his body. Paul had a thorn in the flesh, and he said, this is the messenger of Satan sent to buffet me. And he spoke to the Galatians of his weakness, his infirmity in the flesh. Galatians chapter 4 verses 13 and 14. The infirmity of my flesh, the temptation which was in my flesh. Timothy Paul spoke to him and said, use a little wine as a medicine for your stomach's sake, for your many infirmities. Uh, illness and bodily weakness. Uh, a difficult uh, trial. But what does the Lord say? Fear not, for I am uh, with thee. Look at Psalm 41 and verse 3. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing. Thou wilt make all his bed in his sickness. What other trials may be our portion? There is the trial of the loss of a loved one. Here and there I've seen people make a certain list of stressful things, difficult things that a person can experience. And they assign a certain number of points. If this has happened to you, Put so many points in, uh, in your score. And what other things have happened to you and you add them up and you find out how much stress you have encountered recently and number one on the list, the loss of a spouse, the loss of a husband, the loss of a, uh, of a wife, of course, uh, the loss of others close to us near and dear, parents, children, brothers, uh, sisters. The Bible tells us of uh, Sarah and her death and of Abraham mourning for her and weeping for her and how he said to those around him, I am a stranger 
and a sojourner uh, uh, among you. The Bible tells us of Rachel dying and uh, of Jacob uh, setting a pillar upon her grave. The Bible tells us of the sorrow of Martha and Mary over the death of their brother Lazarus and how they said to the Lord Jesus, if you had been here, my brother had not died. But whether we lose this person or that, the Lord says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Fear not, because I am with you. He is the father, the Bible says, of the fatherless, the judge of the widows. He is the one who is with us always and whom we cannot lose. Trouble can come our way through the affairs of this life in one way or the other an accumulation of things. And here, it's good to remember Job as well. I've already referred to him. First, the loss of his possessions, the loss of his children, the loss of his health, his wife not being a source of encouragement, and finally his friends showing up, which ultimately was not very uh, comforting. The Bible tells us of uh, David being greatly distressed when he and his people found that the town that they lived in, Ziklag, they found that it had been burned with fire and their wives and children, their families were not there, taken elsewhere, possibly dead, possibly uh, killed. David was greatly distressed. The people, his own people, and often we hear of his own people and the loyalty that they had and the love that they had for him. But in that situation, his own people wanted to stone him. 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse uh, 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 5 says, that when we came to Macedonia, we had our flesh had no rest. There were troubles on every side. What were there? Outside there were fightings, and inside there were fears. Outside there were fightings, and inside there were fears. Second Corinthians chapter four, verses eight and nine. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not not destroyed. What did Paul say later on to the Philippians? He said, I've learned whatever state I am in, I've learned to be in that state content. تعلمت أن أكون مكتفي بكل وضع بكل وضع 
it can be an accumulation, a multiplicity of things that seem to be uh, against us. It can be that the way that the Lord wants us to go seems not to be the right way. And so, we are tempted to get on a ship and go to Tarshish when the Lord wants us to go to Nineveh. To go to uh, Nineveh. Trouble can come uh, our way when we are standing for the truth. In fact, trouble probably comes our way when we are standing for the truth more than at other times. Think of Caleb and of uh, uh, Joshua. They said to the people, Caleb and Joshua said, it's true that the inhabitants are strong and mighty and experienced at war. It is true that the cities are walled and fortified. It's also true that it is an exceedingly good land. Most of all, they said the following, If the Lord delight in us, he will bring us in. He will bring us uh, in. Don't be afraid. The people of the land, strong, mighty, experienced at war, so on, they are like bread to us. As long as the Lord is with us, as long as we do not rebel against uh, him, uh, as long as we do not rebel uh, against him. The Lord Jesus, of course, did all that was right, said all that was right. And they said about him that he is a deceiver. They said about him uh, uh, that uh, he is a gluttonous man and given uh, to wine, a keel, wa sharib, uh, uh, governed by his uh, appetite. They said that he is the prince of uh, devils. Uh, uh, of uh, devils. Isaiah 51 and verse 12. The Bible says, I am he who comforts you. Do not be afraid of a man, a man who will die. Do not be afraid of the son of man who is like grass. Jeremiah chapter 15 and verse 20, I will make you like a fenced bronze wall. They will fight against you, but they will not prevail against you. Uh, they will not uh, prevail uh, uh, against, uh, against you. Remember how the priests were told, take that ark, and walk with it towards the Jordan River, and when you are about to step into the river, the Lord will, uh, will work. Many times we want things to be open and plain ahead of time. Lord, open the Jordan River when we are a hundred meters away. Why a hundred meters? When we're a thousand meters away, make the way clear, make the way smooth. But the Bible doesn't tell us that the way is clear and smooth. It says, yea, though I walk through the valley 
of the shadow of death. It speaks of your rod and your staff. Because uh, there are enemies. It says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. In Psalm 91, it says, on this side, this will happen. And on that side, that will happen. I remember watching some time ago, I don't know how these people did this, but if you're familiar with a mountain in Switzerland, this very picturesque mountain called the Matterhorn. Uh, they were climbing this mountain and at a certain point you get close to the peak and you, you walk a little bit uphill to the peak on a very narrow path. And a YouTube video of what? Of these guys who have reached that point where they're close to the peak and, and, and you just have to walk that narrow path. But the thing is that narrow path, whoosh! on one side, whooshed on the other. And you get to watch the YouTube video, because what? Because they were walking on the path and holding one of these sticks, you know, the sticks, and they have some kind of thing, a uh, camera mounted on the end, and I said to myself, how could they walk that path so narrow, so dangerous, and, and be taking a picture at the same time? Now, the Lord doesn't call us to throw ourselves from the temple. But he does tell us that the path will be not smooth and not easy. And on your right hand there is this, and on your left hand there is uh, this. Uh, uh, there is this. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. The troubles are many, various, that have to do with this or that situation, physical, uh, uh, loved ones around me, work, uh, uh, provision of needs, many different things. Whatever they are, the Bible says, I am with you. The Lord is with us. Let's think of the Lord being with us. And the fact that he is sympathetic. Muta'atif. Sympathy. You feel with someone. You feel uh, with uh, someone. The Bible says in Judges chapter 10 and verse 16 that his soul was grieved for the misery of Israel. Nafsul al-Rab hiznit li wa bu's Isaiah 63 and verse 9, in all their affliction, he was afflicted. Fikuldiqihim tadayak. Jeremiah 31 and verse 20, uh, Ephraim is my dear son and I am troubled for him. I am troubled for him. Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Shaul, Shaul, limadha tattahiduni. The Bible says we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. We have not an high priest who cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. 
The Lord is with us, not just in sympathy, but also because His cause is our cause. We have shared uh, interests. Martin Luther, it said, would encourage himself with this thought, uh, that the cause that he was serving was not his own, but rather God's. And so, as David said, the battle is the Lord's. The battle is uh, the Lord's. If it's just me and my enemies, then they very well may prevail against me. But the Bible says, if God is for us, then who can be against us? Then who uh, can be uh, against us? It's one thing uh, to climb a mountain. I was just talking about uh, a particular mountain. It's one thing to climb a mountain alone. It's another thing to do what? To climb a mountain with a guide. And often what happens in such situations is one person is tied to another, is tied uh, to another, uh, is tied to another, uh, is tied to uh, another. There's a famous incident in climbing the mountains, oh, this was maybe, maybe some 40 years ago or so, where there were some five or six people tied to each other. One of them slipped, another slipped, another slipped, and one man had his ice axe in his hand and smashed it into the side of the mountain and he saved, he saved them all. Uh, he saved uh, them all. We have a guide who knows uh, the way. What does the hymn writer say? My Lord knows the way through the wilderness. All I have to do, all I have to do is, uh, is follow. Uh, Remember the time in the summer when there was uh, trouble uh, up in uh, uh, the Balshfei area, up in the Alayb Hamdun area, we were supposed to go to Zahli. And uh, I know how to get to Zahli. I know how to get to Zahli along the main road, which many people call the Damascus Road. But that road was being closed and opened and closed and opened that day. There was a fellowship meeting uh, that evening. And... Um, so, I was getting in touch with Pastor Karim, and he was getting in touch with somebody else and telling us, oh, it's open, they closed it an hour ago, but it was opened again by the army, and if it's closed, then, then it will be opened again. Now, Aris <laughs> was with me, and he said, let's go another road. <laughs> let's go the road that goes through, uh, or goes close to, uh, if you know, Dhur uh, Shwer, and you can go over... And then when you go down on the other side, you go down into Zahli itself. And I told him at the time, oh, I have no problem going that road if you know the way. <laughs> if you know the way. And he told me, I know the way. Uh, I know the way. I know, I know it well. And indeed he did. <laughs> and so we got there because I wasn't, I, I was, I was, you know, going this and this and this. And he was telling me, this way, this way, that way. Uh, the Lord has led his children through the wilderness, through the mountains, through the valleys. Remember in the Old Testament, he gave the victory over the enemy 
And then they said, oh, but that was in the mountains, that was in the hills. So next time we will fight them in the valley. Because maybe he's the god of the mountains and the hills. And then the Lord sent the prophet to the king and told him, I will give you another victory because I want them to know that I am the god of what? I'm the god of the mountains and I am the god of the valleys. And I'm the god of the uh, valleys. Um, uh, whether on land or on sea, the hymn writer says, my heavenly father watches over me. My heavenly father watches over me. He has bound himself to us through his promises, through the fact that we are his children, through the fact that we have the same interests and cause. The Bible says in 1 Samuel 12:22 that the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake. For his great name's sake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you his people. God is with us with his mighty power. With sympathy, with shared interests, with his mighty power. Where are God's servants? Everywhere. Where is God's power? In every place. He is the God who made it all. The God of uh, creation. Can he give the people in the wilderness water out of a rock? Of course he can. Of course he can. He fed them with the manna from, uh, from heaven. Go, Elijah, to the brook Cheres. And you'll have water from the brook, and the ravens will come. An early form of delivery. In Lebanon, we, uh, <laughs> we often know about food being delivered. The ravens will come and give you what? Meat, and they'll give you uh, uh, bread. And then, when the brook dried, it wasn't something that took the Lord by surprise. He told him, now I want you to go. To Zarephath, I've commanded a widow there to uh, sustain you, uh, to uh, sustain you. The wrath of man, the Bible says, will praise him. The wrath of man will uh, praise him. They saw Joseph from a distance. They conspired against him. Shefu, Yusuf, you meant it for evil, God meant it for good. God is with you, with his power. God is with you, with his comfort, and with his encouragement. And with his encouragement. God is not the friend of Job, the friends of Job. In fact, the Lord was quite angry with the friends of Job. And he told them, you have not said things that are right of me, as my servant Job has said. Now you offer a sacrifice, and Job will pray for you, and then I will forgive your uh, sins. The Bible says that the devil left him after he tempted the Lord Jesus Christ three times, and then it says that the angels came. And they ministered to him. أتت الملائكة لتخدمه. 
Remember, the Bible says in the, in the Gospel of Luke that an angel appeared to him in the Garden of Gethsemane to strengthen him. Remember Elijah running away from Jezebel and the angel appeared uh, and gave him uh, water to drink and gave him angel's food cake. Gave him a cake baked on uh, coals. We like to call it an angel's food cake. Remember Paul going to Rome as a prisoner. There stood by me this night an angel of God whose I am and and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul. Don't be afraid of this storm. Don't be afraid of the winds and the waves. People began to despair of life. So strong was the storm and so long was the storm. Fear not, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. The Lord has given you all those who sail with you. In the day, the Bible says, Psalm 138 and verse 3, In the day when I cried, you answered me. You strengthened me with strength in your, uh, in your uh, soul. It is the Lord who says. You know, it's true many a time that when you have someone with you, that someone can be an encouragement, right? And the Lord sent them out two by two. And the book of Ecclesiastes says two are better than one. Well, what if it's you and God? What if it's you and God? The Bible says leaning on the arm of the flesh is a bad idea. But leaning upon the Lord and depending on him, that's the best idea. He is sufficient for every need. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with uh, the right hand of my uh, righteousness. Uh, The ones who are against you, verse 11, uh, they will be ashamed and confounded, and then they will be gone. Uh, I will hold your right hand, verse 13. I will guide you. Fear not, I will uh, help you. I will make you a sharp threshing instrument. Now, I don't know that much about cooking and preparing a food, but you know how sometimes you have uh, some kind of surface that has these little uh, indentations in it, and you want to, let's say, take uh, uh, a piece of cheese and you, you grate it. And you turn it into little slivers of, of cheese or, or a carrot or something like that. So, that metal thing, it's, it's, it is a threshing surface. It's something that cuts an object, whether it's a piece of cheese or a carrot, it, it cuts it into little pieces. Alright? I'm going to make you a sharp threshing instrument. And when you face difficulties... It says you'll thresh the mountains. Imagine taking that little thing and going to a mountain and starting to rub it against the mountain. Now, in reality, what will happen is that the mountain will (laughs) overcome the plate. The plate will become blunt and it will have no more effect. But the Bible says, I'll make you a new sharp threshing instrument having teeth. You will thresh the mountain. The Lord said to Zerubbabel, Where are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel you will become like a plain. Ayu a Jabal, Amam Zerubabel, Tafir 
تصير سهلا when the poor uh, 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 and the needy seek water verse 17 when their tongue fails for thirst I am there uh, uh, I am there I will open uh, rivers in the uh, uh, wilderness I will plant in the wilderness the cedar and the uh, acacia uh, tree and the oil tree and the fir tree and the pine in the wilderness the Lord can uh, plant that they may see and know, and consider, and understand together that the hand of the Lord has done this, and the Holy One of Israel has created it. The Lord's hand is not shortened, and his ear is not heavy. When the Lord told Abraham the promise that I have given you for many, many years, now it's going to be filled, be, going to be fulfilled, and you're going to have that son. Sarah, hearing, laughed, and the answer was, "Is anything too hard for the Lord?" Hal hunaka asir ala arab. Remember the servant of Elisha, the city surrounded by the army of the enemy, coming there for Elisha, small city. And the servant was afraid. Alas, my master, what shall we do? Second Kings 6 and verse 15. And Elisha said, Fear not, because the ones who are with us are more than the ones who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes so that he might see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the servant, and he saw that the mountains round about were filled with chariots, horses, and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. I will help thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your promises. We thank you that you have said that if we pass through the waters and through the rivers and through the fire, that you will be with us. That you will never leave nor forsake us. That the one who watches over his children neither slumbers nor sleeps. We pray, Lord, that you would therefore remove from our hearts fear and doubting. Help us to know that your strength and that your comfort, that your presence, is sufficient. Help us to know that you are working out your will in all things and that you have promised that all things work together for good to them that love God who are the called according to his purpose. Fear thou not for I am with thee. Be not dismayed for I am thy God. 
Help us to heed this word, to hide it in our hearts, to live according to what you have said. In Jesus' name we pray and for his glory. Amen.